Hello, everybody. Welcome back to The Wake Up, a podcast extension of Angelic Love and Light. I am Ashley Escobar, the Love and Light Activator and CEO of Angelic Love and Light. We are here to talk about a beautiful energy we have coming in tomorrow morning at 746 Eastern Standard Time. Um, For those of you who follow the lunar phase, um, or those of you who want to learn more about it, it impacts us more than people realize. So we are here to talk about the new moon in Aquarius, and tomorrow's a really big day because not only is it February 1st, but it's the start to a new lunar year. A whole nother 12 months of cycles with many transits, many happenings, all involving astronomy and astrology. My two passions um, of many, but I'm going to break everything down to you. Give you guys the insight. What does it mean? The new moon is in Aquarius. Um, So we got to break down some basic lingo and terms and things so you can understand when I'm talking about everything, how it connects. So to start off with, you guys will hear me say this over and over and over, the energy that people can feel and ultimately they see it play out in front of them day to day with human interaction without realizing it at the microscopic level really impacts us um, heavily, especially the moon cycles and the moon phases. There's different phases of the, the moon. And me being a Cancer Sun, Cancer Moon, I'm ruled by the moon. And I love the lunar energy. I think it's the biggest tool and resource to use in everyday life to help make journey easier um, and to really grow and transform from. It's something that really aligns and connects and you can definitely identify with beyond a horoscope level um, it's, it's factual stuff that it, it, it's, it happens day to day. So we got to break down some things. What is a new moon? What does that part of the lunar cycle uh, mean? How can we use that in our day to day life? So a new moon is the start of a new lunar cycle. So not only do we have a new lunar year, which we will talk about, we have a beginning of a new moon, which is the beginning of another moon cycle. So every two weeks we have um, a new moon and then we two weeks later we have the full moon. And in between the new and the full, we have a waxing and a waning period. And those different phases of the moon um, impact everybody a little bit differently. The waning phase, for example, is is kind of heightens depression and sadness and suicide and murder will actually increase during waning phases. Um, new moons are really a new beginning, a new energy, um, new starts. And with a new moon... Uh, it's when it's actually, it sounds like such a beautiful thing and a positive thing, which it is, but it's actually when the sun is farthest away from earth, sun and moon is farthest away from earth. And so it's darker per se. And hence with the darker energy, why some of the negative or low vibe actions um, increase because there's even less sunlight and energy from the moon. 
So tomorrow is actually a really significant new moon. It's a dark moon, which adds to the energy of it's the furthest away out of all the new moons. A dark moon is when it's absolutely the furthest away from Earth. So we won't be able to see it with our eye in the sky. It will not be visible. And um, two weeks later, we'll have a full moon. And you'll be able to see that without a doubt. But tomorrow's dark moon is in the sign of Aquarius. And I'm going to talk about both sides of duality with that. You've got to understand the zodiac sign from a balanced perspective to see how it applies to the new moon. So the new moon is, everybody knows the new moon to be um, what helps you to manifest or bring new things in your life. Well, you can't just wish on a star and, and sit down and create a list. You have to be having actions that support those manifestations and you have to have the shadow work incorporated and you have to be doing the energy work to raise your frequency to become a match ultimately in divine timing which has nothing to do with actual timing it has to do with you becoming an energetic frequency match for the manifestations that you want to bring in but you need to know uh information from a balanced perspective on the sign and zodiac that it resides in so that you can understand how the energy will be for you personally and for the collective because what happens is we have the sun in Aquarius, but then the moon's going to be in an Aquarius. So a lot of Aquarius energy tomorrow. And what happens is that Aquarius energy trinkles out. The moon represents our emotional body. Okay. So what surfaces to the subconscious mind that never shuts off within our emotional body will be things within certain themes and it will have a very Aquarian energy to it. Okay. So every zodiac rules a certain planet and the sun and the moon. And Aquarius is ruled by Uranus. And Uranus is the planet that is like the baseball player that throws all the curveballs that life really doesn't expect. And they're like the more extreme unexpected. And you can take that from both sides of duality, positive unexpected and negative unexpected. But Aquarians rule the 11th house in our natal chart. And the 11th house is responsible for groups. Aquarians are very people people. Um, They know a lot of people. They're affiliated with a lot of people. They like very group activities uh, to a certain extent for the most part. But they are very individualized people too. Um, And where their individuality really comes in is the freedom that they seek. Uh, They're almost known as like rebellions because they like freedom. And this new moon is all about breaking free emotionally. Where do we need to, what are we releasing? What have we released since the last full moon to help us feel more emotionally free so that we can move forward and and benefit from the beautiful energy of the new moon um, in Aquarius tomorrow? So I want to touch on the fact that it's a new lunar year. So we've got this new opportunity. It's like literally throwing out the whole slate. Think of it as an energetic New Year's Eve tonight. The January month of January really always is a shit show <laughs> because it's the end of the year. 
humans just celebrate it backwards. So February 1st starts a brand new energetic season with all new cycles. And we're actually approaching an emerald year within this lunar year. The lunar year is in the sign of um, the water tiger. So And that will impact us all in a very different way than it has in the last lunar year. But this year, we are in an emerald year. What is an emerald year? It's a very specific uh, transit with Jupiter that hasn't happened in 12 years. So Pisces are really benefiting from this energy or have the possibility to benefit from this energy. Because they are ruled by Jupiter and we kick off the new year in February, their season starting February 15th, 16th, when Pisces season starts. So the Emerald Year will help many of us, but really it can really benefit Pisces. And then that lunar year being in Water Tiger um, will help more signs than others. Um, It will be a little bit more beneficial for some, not to say that it can't help all of us. But going back to the new moon in Aquarius, there is this long time focus and new way of doing things. Aquariuses are very innovative. They think outside the box. So it really gives us the energy to channel doing things differently, not with, not only within our emotional body and personal life, but in the world, in the collective. And we're going to see a lot of things start changing really abruptly and seeing the results of things that have been happening in the last two years that just took up time to build, to start changing from both negative and positive sides. But the focus is that The energy needed to take a long time, and now that we're here in the new moon in Aquarian, those changes are now being shown. We're going to see a lot of different laws finally being passed. We're going to see more truths coming to light, the illusions even more clear that have been right in front of everyone's face these last two years. There's going to be major, major collective changes Uh, The past two years, the shifts from both sides of duality have been huge. And it takes time to rebuild, to reestablish and create new. I think it's really hard for humans to slow down enough, especially with an Aquarian energy. Aquarian energy is an air element. So they're very innovative and very far out into the future in their minds. So everybody wants everything now. Well, things take time to play out in human life. There's many themes with this new moon. And some of those themes are we need to integrate the lessons that we have learned this whole entire last lunar year through our shadow work, through our healing journey, through just everyday life. Every one of us can think of one thing that we have learned And we are being asked to integrate those lessons up until now, releasing any attachments that no longer serve us so that we can step foot tomorrow, truly stepping forward into a new mindset, a new beginning, a new way of acting, a new way of feeling. We're being asked to control our thinking and our mind, especially because the Aquarian energies 
I love them to death, but they need to channel more of their opposite energy, which is earth. They need to ground. The air element can get very worried, very anxious, very thinking way too far out into the future in a bad way, but also on the opposite side of duality in a very innovative, creative way into the future. So we're being asked to really release any expectations, kind of expect the unexpected, especially since Uranus is the one who rules Aquarian and tomorrow's new moon is in Aquarius. We're closing out all those cycles in a whole different way. Every full moon is about releasing and letting go and closing up cycles, but because we're stepping into a whole new lunar year, the definition of closing out cycles has a whole different meaning this year starting tomorrow, especially for those of us who intentionally do the work and are intentionally mindful. And this is why I say it's really, really easy to use this tool and resource in everyday life. And you'll be able to see your blessings happen quicker if you are doing the work using the lunar cycles. We're being asked... Each one of us have divine feminine and masculine energy in us. And the divine feminine energy in us with this new moon is really asking us to start trusting ourselves, trusting our choices, trusting our intuition. What do we need to do to get in that place where we do become more confident, trusting in ourselves in that divine feminine energy? Because the intuition is led by our divine feminine energy. The divine masculine energy in us is really being asked to release any fears that we have. Um, I think fears are good in a sense that they help us see what we can conquer and what we can overcome. But anything you fear or worry about actually comes into your life that much more like a magnet energy. So I always say there's nothing or nobody I fear at this point in my journey. And... um, If I come across something, I just approach it in a different way where I'm reframing my mind and rewiring my mind so that I'm not fearing. But divine masculine energy in us is needing to release the fear so that we can not hold ourselves back anymore. So we can establish new. We can can start off with a really, really confident foot tomorrow knowing that we have learned so many lessons up until this point. Personally, as a collective in the world and we need to let go of the fear there is nothing to fear from a collective standpoint many people have feared because the media is job is to produce mass fear but have feared the virus and are wondering when it's going to go away well i'm sorry to tell you but part of the aquarian gear these last two years is It's part of our new illness in our era, and there isn't anything to fear, especially if you are somebody who takes care of yourself as a whole, body, mind, and spirit. If you are preventatively caring for yourself through supplements, vitamins, working out, watching what you eat, and keeping your emotional body in check, there is nothing to fear. What you need to fear is how long they're going to keep these masks or try to keep these masks on people because that can cause more damage, but that's a whole different conversation. So the fears need to be released in order for us to move forward and have that emotional freedom that this energy is really here to provide us. 
It's also asking us to remove those doubts and overthinking the worrying and the anxious sides of us that the energy can bring with this new moon. I warned all my my membership clients and clients that I work with one-on-one that this new moon was going to feel a little bit more like a full moon because the Aquarian energy is such an air element that it can get people worrying and anxious overthinking and feel a little bit more like a full moon compared to a new moon because of the sign that it's in. So take responsibility. Go over the last year. What have you needed to release? What have you wanted to create? Look at maybe you haven't been able to create and start certain things because some of those lessons weren't really closed out and they weren't released. Maybe there's still some stuff that you need to let go of because we cannot we can only take in so much new on a physical, mental and spiritual level without clearing out old. It's just how it works. It's all about the balance. Keep an open mind because Aquarians would. They are very open-minded. They're very adaptable and they embrace change. They actually love change. And change is nothing less than transformation, growth, evolving. So when you look at change from a positive perspective with positive wording, you're able to embrace it and adapt it, then integrating new quality thoughts, words, and actions to get those desires that you want to manifest ultimately into your life. So within the divine feminine and masculine energy, we have some subconscious things that may be surfacing in connection with the three prime areas that we are impacted by from our subconscious programming, our childhood experiences, and our generational experiences. The divine feminine energy is bringing up uh, mother wounds and clearing out old connections with mother. The divine masculine is clearing out stubbornness, okay, because... If we hold on to the mother wounds and get in our sensitivities combined with stubbornness, how can you ever become emotionally free? And when you have freedom, you become at peace. We have a really, really divine um, smaller transit. Uh, There's all these big transits that happen in the planets in the sky, but then there's all these microscopic ones that actually produce more energy that people don't realize. And there's a sextile going on with Chiron. And a sextile is a a good energy. If it was an opposition, then we would have more trouble than we're going to have. And Chiron is not a planet, but it's almost like a zodiac mathematical point. And it represents our wounded healer from our inner childhood. And so this is a good thing that we have going on. We have the moon sextiling Chiron, which is a very positive aspect that will help the energy. So the divine feminine energy is also having these like realizations, clarity moments. Um, It's producing a lot of crown and third eye uh, downloads and upgrades and ascensions balancing out all that we are clearing out before the new and so it's just a really pivotal pivotal time of the year and the lunar phase and I love it I just mentioned ascension symptoms and you guys may wonder what those are 
Ascension symptoms are when you are up, you may not even be intentionally doing shadow work or healing work, self-development, all those interchangeable words. You may not even be doing that and you still are impacted by the energy during certain times there are light codes, there are upgrades from our sun at a cellular level. And they produce ascension symptoms in our body that present in the physical. And you would think like you're getting sick or you have a really bad migraine for a few days that you're like, why am I having this? Nothing is ever one thing. So of course it may be connected to other things, but the ascension symptoms that are happening because of things like the third eye and crown upgrades, crown chakra and third eye chakra um, upgrades that we're having, there's lots of headaches, stomach issues, dehydration, ears ringing, kundalini activation um, in that lower root chakra, uh, which is like lower back pain, neck pain, these are all attached to the ascension symptoms that are very divine to this specific transit tomorrow. What we're seeing ultimately in the collective from this energy and what we will for the days to come after and the months to come after is there's a really an energetic divide going on. Um, we are letting go of like impulse and there's this powerful divine energy around new possibilities. And if you are somebody who's wanted to make change and transformation in your life and to watch it happen in the world, the time is now. The divine possibilities also connects with reconnecting with the divine in you and letting that divine in you lead. You may say, well, what is the divine in me? What is the divine energy in me? Beyond your intuition, because your intuition in combination with your logical mind should lead you, your natural intuition is impacted every single day and why many people's intuition is not followed more. Um, But the divine in you resides right in that heart center. And it's the Christ-like consciousness that resides in each and every one of us. Through all the dark, through all the light, through all the good, and all the bad. I also use interchangeably with the Christ-like energy. It's the universal life force energy. It's the Gaia energy. um, The Mother Earth energy. So... There's this synergy happening because of the energetic divide creating this light onto us literally with these activations and downloads and then it's shining our own inner light in us and then to the external and rippling out into the world, the collective, and that's what raises the collective's overall frequency. This light within us that is sourced from God, Lord, Creator, Source Himself, is what provides the blessings and the positivity that make the manifestations happen. So my answer is do the shadow work, in combination with the energy work to activate your light, come work with me over at Angelic Love and Light and I will help you do that faster, easier with my proven system. I've been down that road. I continue to go down that road. And um, 
activate those blessings. Activate more positivity. The world needs it. It's what's going to balance out all the negativity within the changes that have been very destined within our era, within our plans of society. This lunar year, you're going to see even more awakening than the last two years. People are awakening further that, that are forgetting that we are born awake and people are having spiritual awakenings to the, all the illusions around them and becoming the free thinkers that we should be and questioning things and really advocating for themselves and their own freedom. My definition of freedom may be very different than your version of freedom. But overall, this is an awakening year more so than any other year in the past. And we are consciously co-creating with the creator himself. He made the plan. We're just living it out. So we are the co-creators. So manifesting, we can wish upon what we want and our desires. But if the intention and the reasons aren't good behind it, we're the creator is not going to give those to us. Also, if we're not an energetic match, if we're not walking the, the walk and talking the talk and becoming the person that would be getting the things or receiving the blessings and miracles and positivity that can happen, we're not going to get those things. We're just the co-creator. At the end of the day, the plan is already written. We can add things into it based on the plan that's already written, but it's up to you to do the work. It's not just sit down and write out a manifestation list. It is not just sit there and like have things fall from the sky. It doesn't happen like that. It's hard work. And that's why a lot of people don't like to do it because it is hard work. But if you think about it, life is hard from the moment we come in until we go out. It's something I say over and over and over to motivate people to just do the work. Face it. I like it. I like a challenge. Do your spiritual work. It's a part of who you are. You are a spiritual being living a human experience. It is not what's destined for everybody, and that is okay. But if you are somebody who has had this awakening or this dark night of the soul where you feel like you're called, there's more. You know there's more. There's more to you. There's more to life. There's, there's more to the experience. Work on yourself. Take time and do your spiritual assignments. Get mentors, get teachers, get guidance. Only you can save yourself and only you can do the work, but you sure can get somebody who's already been down that road, a healer. There's many different people to help that you are in alignment with to help you do that spiritual assignment. We're in an overall new state of consciousness. And a consciousness I use interchangeably with awareness. So within all this, all these people awakening, uh, along with us people that have been awakened and never like fell asleep type of thing and have always been free thinkers and, and really like are a divine part of the plan, the awareness is raising and people are allowing themselves to raise their awareness by getting enlightened, by learning more. Because when you come into this world, you don't know everything. And there is more to than what they tell you and show you and teach you. But you have to be the type of person that even questions it in the first place and wants to go out and find it. And you have 
maybe cross that road of divine timing to stumble upon things that are calling your attention and changing your own consciousness, your own awareness. How I can break that down and explain that to you even more is, say you have your mind really set on how something is within a certain part of life, and then you come across somebody who's spiritual and just a whole person, and they tell you their knowings, and it can expand what you already know. It's not trying to change what you know. It's piggybacking off and expanding your thinking to make you realize that there is this divine connection to source in trying to be connected to the higher divine mind at all times for our highest good. Being a part of your higher divine mind is what is going to allow the blessings and the miracles and the manifestations flow into your life easier, smoother. It takes work. It takes time. Stay committed to the journey, to the work, and you'll have nothing to worry about because everything is going to be okay. There is nothing to worry about. So with that said... Um, We still have Mercury retrograde for in Capricorn for a few days. There's a lot of Earth energy. Uh, Mars, Venus, uh, Mercury, Pluto are all in Mercury or Capricorn right now. Excuse me. So there's a lot of Earth energy. So this new moon is in Aquarius, an air element. And then our sun season is in Aquarius, which is air element. So it's a nice combination of balance going on right now. But it feels very unbalanced at times because we have a bunch of humans that have all these balances to keep in check, walking around, not balancing them, which contributes to people who say a crazy world or people are crazy. My definition for crazy or word for, defi- or word for crazy is balanced and unbalanced. And I created Angelic Love and Light to help people create their balance, eliminating stress, eliminating illness and disease, creating their heaven on earth because balance, it can be achieved by everybody. You have to choose that. You have to choose to want to balance, to create the balance. So what new choices are you making as of tomorrow, the new lunar year, the new moon, to add to your emotional freedom. On a new moon, some good things to do um, in combination with spirituality are writing out manifestation lists and desires. And when you're manifesting, you don't want to use words that make it sound like negatives because universe doesn't know tone. Um, so it's just gonna, it's just gonna understand what it, what you say or what you think or what you write. And so you need to be cautious and it's better to write it as if it's already happened. And so you can write those desires. Just know that if something doesn't happen on the list, you may not be an energetic vibration for that blessing. It may not be divine timing. You need to do the work, the shadow work, the, the energy work to raise your overall frequency, creating the balance, and then you will become more susceptible to be an energetic match for your divine timing for those higher desires. I want you to 
think this is how I break down my manifestation list. I, I do a personal list. I do um, kind of like my family. I look at my work sector. I look at mindset. I look at desires for the future. I do small and big. You can go as big, as big, as big. And if it's something so big that you think you're not a divine energetic frequency match to, that's okay. Put it on every single new moon manifestation list for the whole year until you become an energetic match and watch how much faster it happens. I bet you'd be surprised. Other than that, um, if you want to have rituals, take time to yourself, meditate. Those are all things I do daily anyways. But it's just um, a special day that has an even more special energy tomorrow because of it being the start to a new lunar year and that emerald year that I talked about. So my fellow water sign Pisces, they are really susceptible for having a better chance. Now, knowing this information, how can you use this to help you? Well, I would be more mindful of my thoughts, words, and actions And I would really be intentional with my thoughts, words, and actions in trying to become the person that the desires match with. I would be more intentional to try to be in a place of alignment so that these things can happen, which requires old mindsets, old things, old people, old objects, old actions, old way of doing things to be released from us in order to fully create the new. Every day is a new opportunity to start all over. So why not step into tomorrow with like this really mega positive mindset, knowing that the odds are not against you for once. They're actually trying to work in your favor and trying to help you out. Universe is always supporting us. We just have to want the support and we have to actually take the actions. And once you get the hang of it, you're like, oh, this is easier than I thought. And it's not so bad. And now I'm going to use it as a tool and a resource. But You've got to understand how it all connects and works together. That's all that I have on the new moon. I'd love if anybody had any questions, just drop them in the Q&A, in the comments. If not, I will be back to update you on some more energy because there's always energy going on every single day. And that's what impacts us. Um, The new moon energy has a post energy in a pre-shadow energy, three days before, three days after. Because it's a bigger energy, it could linger a little bit more. And then the lunar year, it's not just going to start off like magical blessings. It takes time. Think of physics in a roller coaster. That momentum takes a little bit to build up. And then when it peaks and goes downhill, that's when it builds up the momentum. So it's not going to be February starts off easier than January. And it's going to be a little bit slower moving into the blessings and rewards of the emerald season. It doesn't mean we're not going to have any challenges at all. It's actually going to give us a new mindset if we allow it to, to face the challenges, to face the the destined retrogrades, to help us learn about ourselves and transform ourselves even better. 
with a different mindset, with a different outlook on life, okay? So I want you all to utilize this energy, integrate it into your everyday life so that you can be your best self every day and that will ripple out into the world because we need it. I'm sending so much love and light, universal Reiki energy. If you want to connect with me more, go check me out, www.angelicloveandlight.org on all social media platforms. Ashley Escobar, sending love and light. I'll talk to you when I talk to you in divine timing.